Transcend for Good has unique perspective and works with nonprofit clients at an inflection point. Join the leadership team at Transcend for Good, Elizabeth Thompson, Chairman and CEO, and Christine Doctor, President, as they share quick and meaningful conversations and their approach to the biggest challenges and opportunities facing nonprofit leaders today. Hello, and thanks for joining us today on Elevate with the Experts. I'm Liz Thompson, and I'm joined today with my business partner, Chris Doctor. Today, we're going to talk about onboarding. What makes an effective onboarding, and is it worth the time and money? Chris, I've first seen the power of the work you've done in onboarding with your teams over the years. It's resulted in empowered employees, engaged boards, an amazing success that ties to deeper fundraising and maximizing mission imperatives. Ah, thanks, Liz. That's sweet. And you know, as leaders, it's so important that we think about onboarding as a really critical piece of our success. So in everything that Liz and I do in Transcend for Good, we base our work on evidence and studies. And that is true not only in mission modeling, but in the development of people. So a solid onboarding process is really critical. According to the Society for Human Resources Management, employees who benefit from a strong onboarding process are 50% more productive as new hires and are more likely to still be with the organization after three years time. So as leaders, we understand the hard dollar cost as well as the loss of productivity when staff transition. And Liz, you and I know that oh so well. And so for many of our clients as well, when their team transitions, it's really, really difficult. So a solid onboarding plan is just plain smart nowadays. So a robust onboarding process moves way beyond the paperwork checklist and getting your keys made and finding out where your computer is and your passwords and all that good stuff, which is very important. But the onboarding process is important as a process of introduction. You're introducing the employee to the people, expectations, and culture of your organization. Onboarding is more than just training someone how to do their job. It should also include why, the why they're doing their job. So for nonprofits, ensuring that your new employees understand the mission and can see the mission in action whenever possible is really important. So a couple of things before we start, just to put in your mind as you think about onboarding. So it's not just a one-day activity. Think about onboarding as the process of how the employee moves through the first 90 days of life at your organization. It is truly a process. And as a leader, you really need to be intentional about ensuring that there are proper resources dedicated to this activity. For the purposes of our conversation today, let's focus on employee onboarding. We can come back another time and talk about effective onboarding from the board perspective to their new executive director or effective onboarding of, of new board members. That's, that's a whole nother conversation and we definitely will have it here on this podcast. But what we wanna to talk today about is your employees. So prepare to welcome your new employees to your organization in a well-planned and thoughtful way. And this shows your new employees that you care about them and you will support them now during this process and into the future. So it, this process is so very important. It helps reduce the anxiety that comes along with starting a new job while exciting your new hires about the work ahead. It also demonstrates to your current team the importance of this welcoming process and it's so important for your culture. 
So before the first day, I like to think about this as pre-boarding, just like when you pre-board a plane, you get everything ready to go. It's the same thing for your new employees. You're going to think about their workspace. Make sure that their workspace is adequate. There's a place for them to land when they get there, that the things are there and working, their computer, their phone, everything that they need. You've thought a little bit about this or you've assigned someone to think about this. You're going to create an onboarding agenda. It's an outline of the employee's first day, first week, and it should be one of the first documents that you either send ahead to your employee or you give to your employee on the first day. It sets them up for success and it helps them really visualize what's going to be happening to them. You know, you're going to deal with the paperwork, get it organized so it's a smooth process. You're not running around looking for everything when they arrive. It's just right there for them. You will introduce this person to your organization, uh, again, in this pre-boarding way, you're going to send them a, a nice pack of information that they can look at ahead of time and think about what's specific for your organization. It could be your annual report, a budget, your updated organizational chart, staff bios, even pictures if you have them, a summary of your strategic plan, their job description, your job description, maybe others on the team that they'll be interfacing with. You could include an inspirational video about your mission, or maybe even a link to a meaningful speech that had been given by your leadership. Um, just something that makes uh, your nonprofit unique, and this person really understanding the opportunity that they're stepping into. So on that very first day when they, your new hire arrives, so important just to be welcoming. So think about what you might like or what's been done for you in the past that really resonated with you or something you've heard about. Maybe it's arranging a welcome breakfast or a lunch. Use the meal as an opportunity uh, for your new hire to get to know your staff and what they do and how they relate to each other and the organization as a whole. Anytime you can share a meal or even coffee with someone, it really helps to put them at ease and, and let them know that this is a really welcoming place. In the meantime, let your staff know when to expect the new hire and encourage them to introduce themselves, perhaps even send a welcoming email ahead of that first day. Make it personal. As the leader, make sure that you meet one-on-one -on -one with your new hire. Give him or her an office tour. Tell them about your background, what brought you to the organization, what your nonprofit is all about, what you're proud about for the nonprofit, and really help connect them to the mission. Don't be afraid to, to share some of the challenges that your organization might currently be facing. It also helps to explain your office culture, some of the communication guidelines and general expectations, and together help define what success looks like for the first 60 to 90 days for your new hire. It really helps solidify what they should be focusing on. So the first week, once your new employee has the basics of your organization, which is likely going to take most or all of that first day, you can begin to start your more specific job training. So match your new employee with a colleague. This is such a best practice. This buddy system has worked for me, and I'm sure it has for you, Liz, in other places, really having someone that they can go to and ask those questions that they can feel comfortable. There's no stupid or silly questions, and that person can help provide answers and, and guidance in the coming days and weeks. And be sure to intersperse training with opportunities to meet and mingle with other staff and senior leaders. So after that first week, so now we're into the first month and beyond. Expect, really to be honest, minimal productivity while your new hire is learning the ropes. Remember to give them feedback and make sure it's balanced. Don't only uh, give corrective feedback. Look for opportunities 
to reward their initiative and how they are seeking out uh, positive behaviors and make sure you notice those things as well. In a public setting is, is always helpful, but also in private too. It makes that new hire feel really comfortable and knowing that they made the right choice and you've made the right choice in them. So at about three months, you'll meet with a new employee and discuss what's going well, what could be improved, keeping in mind that most new hires uh, should be, by this time, three months in, should really be carrying a normal workload. Meet with the new employee and his or her supervisor to discuss the orientation process and any additional training that could be helpful for this person. Are they struggling? Are they excelling? They may already be showing you that they have a certain talent to do something that could also be helpful. So again, if they feel welcomed on the way in, they will be sure to shine. So another important thing is ask the new employee to provide feedback on the orientation process, onboarding process itself. Some organizations have a short survey. You can use SurveyMonkey or another easy online tool. Everybody likes to provide feedback. So that's a really important thing to consider. And remember to periodically review the whole orientation process. Refine it, make it work for your organization. And ask yourselves, are the goals of this orientation onboarding being met? What's changed? What do we need to change up? Talk to the new employees and their supervisors and ask what's working and what's not working and how you can improve the process. And really, I feel like one of the keys to the success of not only my teams, but Liz's teams along the way has been this really welcoming entry into the organization. It's all about first impressions and it's about you know walking the walk and talking the talk. If you create a culture that starts on the first day, it helps the retention of your employees and it really helps the productivity of your entire team. Chris, being inclusive cultures is absolutely one of your superpowers. In this short conversation, you've shown us why it's important to get that straight from the very first day. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Liz. And thanks for spending time with us today. Until next time. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to learn more about working with Liz and Chris or have a subject area that you'd like to see covered on a future episode, visit transcendforgood.com. We look forward to learning more about your unique situation and how we can help.